All right, guys.、Uh, welcome back to One Hundred Books a Year with Kevin Wong. Today, I want to share another book with you guys.、Um, it's called Why Journalists Succeed in、um, a, a Specialized World, something like that.、Um, this book has been I bought it for the longest time. I haven't really got a chance to read it, and I finally,、um, you know, did it.、Um, it's really cool because it truly reflects my period of thinking. When I was going to college, I、uh, select majors because I was in the engineering realm, and then、um, I was, you know, being coworkers with with these guys who, who can, you know, like do a whole PhD program, right? On one part of a, you know, I was in medical imaging,、um, on one part of the MRI machine, and then、um, I just feel like that's really cool. But、um, is this something that I wanted to do, right? Like, you know, just de-、uh, devote my You know, whatever five four years of my life into this problem, and also back then, uh, uh, my desire to become a doctor was diminishing. So, it was a, you know, a com uh, different factors going together. But I do try to strive to become a generalist, right? To become the person that know a little bit of everything, and、um, know everything about something, right? But I'm really really putting the weight on. Knowing a little bit about everything, right? So hence I'm reading a lot. Hence I'm you know doing this podcast, all that fun stuff. So today I want to just focus on one criteria of becoming a journalist is whether if you have more experience, do you、uh, do you have more skill, right? So it's the relationship between experience and skill. So my favorite、uh, behavioral economics, Danny Kahneman, say that. Experience doesn't really equal to skill because most people they think that they went through something they gave them a false sense of confidence and then they're sad right and there's another famous psychologist called、uh, the last name is Kane、uh, no Klein I don't remember his first name but、um, he was saying that if we are able to instinctively recognize patterns for example like chess grandmasters or firefighters. Then experience equal to skill, right? So both Klein and Kahneman they were holding opposite end of the of the spectrum. Who's right? So what happened was,、uh, in order to answer this question, right? So do a specialist get better with experience? Kahneman and Klein has to join forces and they are, they wrote a paper. They made a study, right? So this is back in two thousand and nine. They co-wrote the paper.、Um, the end result is actually、um, interesting. It really depends on their domain, right? Or their experience, or their environment, if that makes sense. So,、um, if we're talking about narrow experiences, right? We're talking about maybe、uh, chess, maybe poker, maybe firefighter. Those.、Um, Experiences those domains they have a, you know, a set, pre uh set rules and set parameters, right? And、uh, with a firefighter it's the same thing, and with chess, you know, you can move this and you can move this, so everything is fine and everything is calculable. So in that sense, when the rules are not changing, then it's more experience equals more skill, right? Because if you Play in the、uh, on the same team or play under the same rules for the longest time, then you get skill by experiencing more, 
right? So th uh, this is where the quote-unquote 10,000 hour rule applies. It's in the narrow experiences because learner can improve by doing it better. Now, the second part is what we call the wicked domains. So what that means is that the rules of the games are unclear, right? Or it's incomplete. So what that means is there might not be patterns or feedback is being delayed or there's inaccurate feedback. So in that case, experience doesn't equal skill, right? For, for example, I'm just drawing this up. If you move the, a firefighter from China to here in the U.S., you know, in China, we don't really have houses at all, right? We usually live in a high, a high rises and buildings. Then, then the firefighter from China is probably hard to, to do firefighting here in the U.S. where everybody is, is uh, you know, uh, having houses, right? That might be a bad example, but I just think that this is where artificial intelligence is trying to figure out right now because uh, they can be humans in chess, right? In, in limit poker. Um, so AI is having troubles where the rules are not defined, right? For example, like the reason that I believe that Tesla's self-driving car will be the, you know, the best self-driving car ever is because they're the only company that is within the self-driving realm that are actually, you know, getting, you know, a lot of data, driving data. So they're trying to, in a sense, turn this wicked domain back to a narrow domain, back to a uh, narrow experiences, right? Like we all know that, you know, like uh, on the road traffic, there's a lot of variables, right? You know, we have a speed sign, we have cops, we have people changing lanes. So I think the focus on Tesla right now in terms of the self-driving is to really try their best to minimize the unforeseen factors and turn more of the wicked domain into a narrow domain, right? So in this case, uh, in the wicked case, the experience is bad because you know you you just really cannot make a you know diagnose on the situation if you haven't you know experienced or if you don't know the realm of the possibilities right covid uh, is the same thing right now i just read something that there's this lady in hong kong that was reinfected right i, I just read that like a couple minutes ago before i hop on the podcast so in that way, then that might change our view about the new normal, right? Like we might be like this forever, right? If if COVID is going to be a um, you know like on and off thing, and then um, it's really interesting to see how um, how we can proceed, right? Because we are in a wicked domain right now with the COVID situation. So in reality, right? Um, if you take a step back. There are only a few learning environment that is wicked, right? That's why we have this, I don't want to say misconception, but incomplete view on experience equals skill 100%. But I do believe that the best course of action is to really be mindful that that's not the end all and be all. And there are still other, um, other ways that by doing more doesn't make you better, right? So... It really depends on your understanding of the field that you're in, whether it's wicked or narrow, right? So um, finally, I want to kind of finish this podcast off with a quote by uh, Gary Kaparov, the uh, chess grandmaster. 
He said that anything we know how to do, and we know what can be done, and those things machines can do it better, <laughs> right? I think are really true is that whenever, whenever we set some kind of a finite parameters around certain things, though, yeah, that's it. Case closed. Period. Done. And that that job can be replaced by robots within the next twenty years. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's really really interesting how how things are progressing, and then it's really interesting how um, experience doesn't really equal to skill. A lot of time, and I think that could be our edge as a human to hedge against the risk of AI, right? Really devote our our resources to something that experience doesn't equal skill, right? To to something that we need to put ourselves into a wicked domain a lot by figuring out what we can be good at, and then that is really it's going to give us job security within the next twenty or thirty years. So, anyway. Uh, that's my two cents on uh, experience and skill. Uh, if you like this podcast, give us five stars on whatever you listen, and then share the podcast with your friends, and uh, we go from there. Alrighty, bye.